If if you're in the firing squad, what would your last meal be? Dude, I'm a pizza guy, so I will definitely have pizza, pepperoni pizza, extra cheese for sure. Easy answer. Oh, you gotta give me a good steak, nice nice uh, cowboy ribeye. I think I think an anastakaria burrito burrito would would make it good for me. Welcome to Music on Your Own Terms, the podcast that aims to help musicians develop an entrepreneurial mindset through interviews, as well as discussing resources, concepts, successes, and more. Providing a platform to talk about negative emotions such as anxiety and depression in order to help overcome them in the context of music and reduce the social stigma. This is episode 98. Sponsored by the Skinny Armadillo Printing Company in Fort Worth, Texas, offering screen printing, embroidery, laser engraving, and a range of other services. Go to theskinnyarmadillo.com to learn how they can help you get your merch business to the next level. If you enjoy the podcast, there are a couple of ways you can help support me and spread the word. You can buy some merch at store.musiconyourownterms.com and also sign up for the mailing list to stay in the loop. What would really help right now is to go to Podcast Magazine's website at podcastmagazine.com forward slash hot50 and vote for the podcast in their Hot 50 monthly chart. Joining me on the podcast for a third time are my good friends in Cruel Miracle. We catch up with Ken, CB, and drummer Joe to talk about their new album, Camaraderie, the soundtrack to the Moto Experience. This new album is a concept based around riding motorcycles, which we discuss in detail, as well as what bikes we have and some other riding experiences. We also discuss how this project came to be, how the album was written and recorded, and also get some background on Joe. So suit up and let's ride. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I'm I'm joined once again by my good friends in Cruel Miracle. How are you guys doing? Hey Simon, we're doing Good, good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you too. So we got uh, Charlie and Ken that we've met before, and uh, let's introduce your new drummer. Yeah, the new guy is Joe. Joe! This guy right here, Mr. Joseph Cook. Uh, super okay, cool. talented guy. Cookinelli. Uh, <laughs> Cookinelli. Yeah, Joe Cookinelli. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Nice to meet you. Um, well. So, you know, what's been happening since we, we, uh, we last talked? So what's been happening, Ken? So what's been happening, CB? We've been riding motorcycles, man. A, a lot. A lot. Awesome. P- pretty much uh, since COVID started. Not, that... Nothing to do with music. But... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> hey, hey, it's what we do. It's what we do. So we can't, we can't lie about that. But uh, yeah, since COVID started, uh, all the restrictions and, and uh, stuff that you're able to do, it gave us a chance to ride a lot of motorcycles. Uh, yep. Keeping social distancing. Distancing. We've been we've been playing a lot of music too. Yeah. Just yeah. not for other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We've been going to the practice Double. space and locked in and just jamming with Joe and uh, writing some tunes. Excellent. And you were in the studio not too long ago. Is that to finish the album or is it just the start of it? Like, where where in the process are you? Good question, Joe. You want to answer that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's being mixed as we speak. 
Uh, I think awesome. there's only a couple of different layers and just some finishing touches, but uh, pretty much all the uh, uh, instruments are in there. Uh, and that's all locked down, and we're just waiting for the uh, the extra little uh, you know seasoning on the top of it before we can uh, put it out. Yep, fantastic. And how many songs you got? Was, uh, five, five tunes. Okay, so you're working on an EP then. So, so this is a, a, a little bit different. Last time we spoke, Simon, I don't know if you remember, we told you we had about 70% of material ready uh, for for a full album. Yep. So. This time around, because of everything that was going on this year, and again, riding a lot of motorcycles, as you know, when we met you, you, you told us you were a fellow rider too. Uh-huh. You know, that, that that's one of the things that actually helps us relax and, and you know, meditate. Meditate, yeah. You know, so we decided to, to kind of take a, a different twist, let's call it like that, and take a little break from, from the regular album we were going to do. Uh, okay, and okay. We, we decided to, we were filming a lot of our uh, motorcycle adventures. So we decided to, to write music for motorcycle riding. So, nice. so basically what this recording is, is a soundtrack for our motorcycle adventures or whoever, anything motorcycle related. Yeah, and what you, what you want to hear in your head while you're riding and what you want to hear while you're watching a motorcycle video or something like that, it's a, it, it fits the whole idea of the ride, every aspect of it. Yep. Yeah, as you, as you know, this guy over here, he's the GoPro emperor, <laughs> not even king, the emperor. So uh, we, were, we were documenting a lot of our adventures. Yeah. We we're like, man, wouldn't it be nice if we actually make the music for this stuff? Yeah. So that's actually how... So when you call it an EP, I don't know. I, I it's I wouldn't say it's an album. I wouldn't say it's an EP. It's a soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. excellent. That's that's really interesting. Cool. Is there is there a, a plan to not just release it, you know, as a regular, you know, music through the music channels, but also to get it into some uh, some lists so you maybe get on some TV shows or movies or whatever? Is that, that that's a, part that's of a the very plan? good question? We have talked about it initially. Uh, and possibly any uh, product placement on commercials, maybe on blogs of friends that we have. Like we have, uh, we know people that have like motorcycle riding blogs or like out, uh, like a off road, like for uh, like a, how do you say that? Jeep, yeah, yeah off road, yep, yeah, yeah. Connectivity, and, and adventure sports, yeah, adventure, yeah, yeah. Well, adventure sports. sports. It would kind of fit in with yeah. that, maybe a background for uh, back, uh, adventure sport kind of thing. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned because uh, as we're recording this uh, Monday's episode, episode ninety. So for for listeners, you'll be listening to this. This will already have happened, but uh, on Monday the episode is actually with somebody who runs a uh, a training and a school and writes for movies and and all that stuff. He's up in Canada, so um, oh, amazing. so definitely be be uh, maybe a useful episode, and uh, you you can continue looking into that but that, yeah. that's nice, cool. so nice. let's let's talk let's talk to joe i mean how'd you how did you get into music and how did you get with the band yeah so uh, we met on the scene uh we were just uh, we played a couple of shows together and uh i was uh looking for a, a new project after the first of the year wanted to do something a little bit different and these guys were open uh obviously you had heard they had uh, lost lewis he had uh, headed out to florida so uh, they were yep. uh, looking for something different as well, and that's when we got together, and they rode, and I rode, and we just kind of fell into that idea of, hey, let's uh, try to write some music that'll go along with the motorcycle ride thing. 
And uh, obviously, awesome. it was a perfect opportunity with COVID. The only good opportunity about it was yeah. we had that ability to ride yeah. around. We and got film. a chance to ride a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. we were able to get it to all fit, and it, it, it all fell into place very easily. We were all able to write the music, nice. and uh, yeah, we linked up very quickly. Yeah, we actually connected, uh, like Joe said, very, you know, very fast. Uh, I think we, we were able to, you know, just to get along pretty well. You know, Joe rides motorcycles too. We grew up with motorcycles uh, from our families too. So His dad rides, we've been riding with his We've dad been riding well. with Joe's dad too. So that's so, cool. Nice. So we didn't even, we didn't only... Um, bond over music, bond over but, music but, but also, also outside of you know the musical yeah yeah it, it very easily became an extended family excellent yeah and we, we already talked about it in previous episodes how how the um you know the 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 dynamic of the band is so important to to be able to write and to you know play shows and stuff um but i mean where, where did you get you know where did you start drumming what got you into music in the first place yeah, uh, that was, uh, I mean, it's a little over 20 years, 25 years, something like that now. Uh, so uh, I had moved, I think about junior high, I wanted something new. I was in a new school, new town, and uh, wanted to learn something. And it just so happened that the school had a really great music program, so I got into drums and uh, went through that whole bit with marching band and drum corps and uh, running around a football field and playing drums and learning a lot, building my chops. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, everybody was into music because it was such a big music school too. So, uh, lots of different awesome. bands to play in, lots of different opportunities like jazz and, you know, metal was really big at the time, but metal can be really, really demanding on drums. So, uh, sometimes you mm -hmm. want to lay back and play some, some easier rock or something like that. But, um, right. Yeah. Joe is only 27. He's been playing for that long already. <laughs> yes, Damn, I dude. started when talent. I was two. Talent. That's talent right there. Awesome. Is the uh, the the new music? Does that have vocals on it? Yes, it's, it does. Yeah, it does it, it does? Are you the, still with the, the? So the vocal parts are are done by the three of us. Yeah. Okay. Do you are you still uh, with the singer you had last time or? Well, again, you know the thing is with with COVID, um, you know logistically. I, again, I don't know how things are down there in Texas, but. If you heard about Massachusetts, you know, for a good chunk of, of the springtime after March, it was very difficult Super to restricted. go out and, you know, do stuff, basically. Yeah. Even even for us, we were just clicking with Joe musically, and it was just hard for us to meet and, and be able to, to write music. So we actually had to put it on hold for a tiny bit. And yep. unfortunately, it was very hard logistically to to continue to work with with our previous singer so yeah and we like the idea of having just that uh that kind of instrumental music anyway for the just the, yeah the, the motorcycle project so we wanted to kind awesome. of roll with that anyway and uh, and then see where that took us so is it still badged as chrome miracle it is yeah it is crew miracle. It is. this is like a this is like an experiment that happened organically Kind of like because of COVID, everything like came together yep. like yep. organically. It, j it just happened, but uh, yeah, we're Fantastic. very excited. It's so yeah, this is this is the the new Crow miracle. Yeah, obviously okay. with uh, Lewis's departure and Joe coming in. Yeah, it, it has a different flavor, so you know, but still same essence. Though. Correct. So um, my question is, you know, you've got the the older material. 
um, what and and obviously you've got some stuff that you've written that is not this new material. Um, what would your plan be? Hopefully, if we get out, you know, we we get over this and we have live shows again. Like, what would your uh, plan be to play that older material along with the new stuff, without without a singer? Are you rearranging it for your own voices, or what? How would that work? So that's a very good question, Simon. Right now, it's a, it's a surprise. Not, not only the, not only that, <laughs> like right now, we're just focusing on what we can manage and like we can like actually deal with, which is sure. the three of us creating music. Uh, which we didn't want to stop doing music. It's actually like super helpful during COVID times. It has helped us like like mentally like to meditate and like distract ourselves of the craziness that's been going on. So in that For sense, sure. we're gonna be doing music as long as we can with what we have at hand right now. So and, and this is what we have at hand right now. So excellent. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. we've got a lot of material on the way to more traditional yes. music with vocals that will be coming down the pipe as well once. Uh, the uh, you know these uh, lockdowns are lifted and live music can be happening yeah. again. We'll have some good nice, tunes nice. that will be ready for uh, the crowd with vocals and the whole bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. You know what happens logistically. If if things work out, you know, who knows who's gonna sing? You know yeah. what I mean? But <laughs> right, I, I, we want to leave it open. We want to leave it open and uh, maybe as a surprise too. Yeah. So excellent. So you think uh, with the three of you, you, you you're doing you know three part harmonies and stuff like that. You think there's room for some King's X covers? Uh, <laughs> we're doing more more of like gang vocals than three part harmonies, to be honest. Well, there's some harmonies. A little bit. There's some harmonies. Not Queen harmonies. <laughs> no, not Queen harmonies, but especially Kenny. He, you know, he's he's such high notes, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's all it was. Yeah, the, right. That that's the tight jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about a little bit about you know what the uh, recording because unfortunately we were going to set up a, a talk you know a, a video chat with the uh, well you were actually in the studio but we, yeah, we, we couldn't were get that, that, that together but um so how, what was that you know what was the recording process like was there any uh, you know s surprise experiments that you got that you you know you did some kind of sound or some kind of recording technique that you'd never done before. Like, you know, talk us through, you know, what, what happened. Well, well, we actually, it, we used that we usually use a studio that it's based in Cambridge uh, when mm -hmm. we were doing the Cruel Miracle stuff. This time we decided to take a different approach. Um, we, we wanted a different sound. We wanted, a, yeah, we wanted a different sound. I mean, uh, and um, Joe actually uh, had a very good connection with a sound engineer that he, he brought to, to the table to work with us. Awesome. His name is uh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Ronan. Ronan. Yeah. Uh, excellent guy. Shout you know. out to Kevin. Yeah, Kevin is a cool dude, man. Excellent engineer. Yeah, very professional, knows his stuff. Um, and we we went to a studio that it's, a, it's in the Acton area, so a little bit far from Boston. Um, <laughs> we did a... Right where I used to work. Oh, there you go. Nice. There you go. You know the area. So very nice studio. They had a, I don't know, probably about fifty different guitars that you could use. Wow, fifty more than that. Yeah, like more like a hundred. Yeah, I don't know, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of toys, um, and we did a twenty-four hour lockout. Yeah. So it was more. Again, we were trying to do things a little different instead of going and saying, well, you know, let's just do drums in this session and then let's just do this. 
or like more like let's experiment and you know we have 24 hours to to record five tracks let's see how we achieve it you know um just by hanging in there eating pizza drinking whatever you know what i mean yeah so it was more like a bonding the whole experience experience you know yeah Um, absolutely and then after that we we kind of did some overdubs later and stuff like that which is the usual the usual stuff but um but yeah, I think we, we achieved at least 70% of what we wanted yeah. in that 24-hour nice. session. Yeah, Lots of layering of sounds, so we, we really worked toward getting this extra layers and <laughs> extra extra layers in there to make it sound nice and full and really get the extra sounds that we wanted to get out of it to um, achieve the, the idea and the, you know, the, the feeling that you'll get from the music, just you know, closing your eyes and picturing being on the bike the whole bit. Nice. Um, and then in terms of uh, mixing and, and adding more stuff, we we actually sent it to a good friend of mine from my childhood that he's a, an excellent producer he's in LA. And, and a mixing engineer. He's in LA. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we sent it to him. And, Marco. And His name is Marco. Marco Godoy. He... Shout out to Marco. <laughs> Dude, you got to give a shout out to him. It's true. That's true. Marquito. So we're, we're trying different stuff, you know, just to make it a little more, just to make it sound different yeah. than what yeah. we... We're, and we're trying to delegate a little more uh, the the producer hat yeah. this time, you know. Mm-hmm. So Fantastic. We're, we're still producing yeah. it ourselves, but we're delegating little stuff to other people. So so you get get more outside ideas just to see, you know, if someone can can come up with something cool and yeah, so you didn't think of objective opinions, but, objective but, uh, opinions, but still right? the same numerical essence though. Definitely. So, so that's that. I want to make sure that comes across. Like, we definitely have the same essence. We're just adding like, like uh, an extra vision to it, extra layers, extra textures. So, so stay tuned. It's cool. Sounding cool so far. So you got some hop on there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what bikes do you have? Let's let's have a bit of a bike. what bikes what bikes what bikes. Um, Kenny's right, the guy with the new bike. Right now I'm on the <laughs> Softail Slim. I just I just traded up the O48 for the Softail Slim. Okay. CB. I I have a Fat Boy. Okay. Yeah, and I'm I'm the Joe? metric guy. I'm uh, rocking a Honda Shadow at the moment, but um, looking into something a little bit bigger. Trying to get the misses on the back of the bike sometime soon. It's about time for that and uh, just a little bit more, a little more beef, a little more power. So be trading up for something bigger next year. Nice. Yeah, I was I was more into sports bikes when I was riding. Yeah, I I, I went through some health issues, so I can't really ride right now. But um, more more into I had a Bandit, which uh, nice was a lot of lot of fun. And then um, yeah, I was hankering for like a Ducati or, or a, Ooh. an old, older Kawasaki uh, ZX9 before they were called Ninjas. Or ZX7 was the, the really nice one. But but anyway. So that that was me, but yeah, I same thing. My dad, my dad uh, rode and taught me how to ride. And nice. I actually, so. I actually have something from your original country, too, in the in the stable. Yeah. <laughs> so recent, so recently, I acquired a, a a street triple. Yeah, the, the Triumph. Just when I oh, just nice. when I go when I go over hundred and twenty, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's a cool bike. It's a cool bike. Shout out to Triumph, man. You, <laughs> You, you, you guys, you're British. You know your stuff. Yeah, right. To my recollection, the Triumph seats weren't that comfortable. Um, it, I, I, it's good to me. Okay. 
As long as it fits your butt, that's fine. Yeah. There yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah. There you go. I have a small butt, so, so he doesn't have a butt. I think that's that's actually a good thing if yeah. I go to jail, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't chop the soap. Okay. <laughs> On purpose. No, it's just my cheeks are small. Let's yeah, put it that way. So. It's gonna hurt more now. Okay, this that that's <laughs> taking no, this podcast no to a whole new level. So <laughs> I don't think hurt. I'll be a target. You know? I don't think I'll be a target. <laughs> oh man. This is William Duvall with an announcement for all rock and roll lovers out there. Cruel Miracle is releasing a new album on December 25th called Camaraderie, Soundscape of the Moto Experience. This concept album is fueled mostly by their passion for riding motorcycles and the camaraderie that comes from doing so as a group. Godspeed. Well, I mean, if you're comfortable talking about it, I mean, you and I had some conversations about your mental health, you know, dealing with COVID. Is that something you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. Shoot away. So how was that experience? Was that to uh, at the beginning of COVID when things were a lot more uh, kind so, of bleak looking? Or was it later on when you kind of so so when used when, to it when COVID hit and uh, there's that uncertainty that hit everyone. Yeah. We don't, you don't know what, what what's going to happen. You know what you don't know what's going on. You read the news like on any like media, and they're like, you can't touch like door handles, you can't leave your home, and all that paranoia going on. So that was like kind of crazy. Obviously, I'm probably speaking for the three of us. We were all like that, like going nuts at the time. We don't know what's gonna happen next. So that whole situation makes you like start overthinking stuff. So pretty much everyone deals with it in a different way. But uh, hey, man, like. I'm grateful that we're all here. We got to write our five, our uh, soundtrack for riding motorcycles. We were able to like find each other and get together and jam and like try to like forget about the real world out there, you know? So that's what we Absolutely. have been doing since COVID started. Yeah, no, looking, looking at the positive side of things, yeah, yeah. you know, we, we got a chance to, you know, get together with Joe and, and, you know, bond over yeah, all yeah, this we, situation. We, we, because now, like Joe said, now, you know, we're brothers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We, so, we got a new brother and uh, I think it was this a lot, crew. A lot easier to be creative with bouncing the ideas off of each other instead of trying to be creative yeah, on your own. Yeah, yeah. Over, over, mm -hmm. overall, Simon, like I'm super grateful that we were able to like write music and do what we yeah, like yeah. doing, do what we love doing. So, so yeah, I'm super grateful about it. You you know we're a little yeah. sentimental, you know. We're... No no no, for real, for real, for real. <laughs> no no no, no, no I'm, for I'm, real. I'm, that's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm in an open we're, book. We're, we're, I, like I'm super grateful. We're we're a sentimental crew. Okay, absolutely. We wrote a bunch of emo songs. <laughs> Just kidding. There you go. Um, so Joe, I mean, let's let's talk talk a bit about your drumming. Who who are your biggest influences or favorite favorite drummers that really you know pushed you to to you know, continue with it outside of school. Yep. Yeah, I've always, always been a Neil Peart fan. Uh, obviously, I mean, a lot of drummers, like, of course, you would say that, like, follow and rush. But uh, when I was taking lessons years ago, uh, one of the things I did was actually follow along with uh, drum transcripts of Rush and learning how to play Tom Sawyer and learning how to play La Villa Strangiato and, and stuff like that. And um, uh, Danny Carey of Tool, huge, huge fan and uh, very, very big influence on a lot of my drumming in that respect. 
Uh, I always try to write my drumming more musically than just rhythmically. Um, so that yep. was kind of a new thing that these guys got to enjoy as well. And what sparked our new music and the instrumental part was uh, filling in those gaps and writing it instead of just a simple beat, but with notes that don't sound like it's too noty. So, I mean, enough notes right. to be interesting, but still musical and fun. Um, and um, a lot of metal influences. I don't know if you are familiar. Actually, I mean, you uh, from uh, on the other side of the pond there uh, might know Opeth. Um, uh, their, uh, I love Opeth. Yeah, uh, their original drummer, um, uh, huge uh, influence on there, which I didn't even realize until uh, my last band I was playing and some other people said, oh yeah, I hear a lot of that influence in there. And, and it kind of dawned on me, it's like, hey, you know what, you're right. I didn't even realize that was happening. So. Are you familiar with the band Soen? No, I don't think his I've heard new them. His new band? So, um, yeah, so you're talking about, uh, oh, what's Martin his Lopez, name? Martin Lopez, right? Yeah, so Martin Lopez has a new band called Soen, and if you imagine his era Opeth mixed with Tool, you'll you hit it right on the head. Definitely wow. check him out. Wow, that's interesting. Check that out. Yeah. And we uh, all grew up with the uh, the 90s grunge and stuff yeah. like that, too. So, I mean, the Pearl Jam and the uh, the Stone Temple Pilots and a lot of that kind of... Yeah, the Soundgarden, all that kind of stuff. So a lot of Absolutely. that kind of flavor kind of spills into... Yeah, I think with Joe, with Joe, you know, we we he's more of like a an encyclopedia that allowed Kenny and myself to to explore different areas that maybe we you know we haven't played in a while. You know what I mean? So sure. the new music is going to reflect a lot of that, but again, you know, remaining true to the cruel miracle roots. So, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the old school rock and roll vibe still there you know but yeah. a little more technicality and things like that but i don't yeah. know if you want yeah. to add something about no that, no we also on the newer songs we're exploring new rhythms new textures new dynamics yeah yeah so it's pretty much same essence and we're adding more on top of it so it should be pretty cool so if you like chromatical you're gonna like the new stuff for sure killer yeah i can't wait to hear it joe um actually you know what I don't remember if I asked any of you guys this last time because I don't know if I was doing it, but uh, I'll just ask, and if you remember the question, don't answer. But I know Joe didn't answer, so uh, what significant negative experience have you overcome and what did it teach you? Musically <laughs> or in life? <laughs> Anything you'd like to answer about. All right, all right. It's up to you, Jeez. Joe. So Joe, you're you're on the spot, man. Yeah, definitely on the that's spot. A, that's a deep I just question. gotta think if he asked before. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, I had a, a big injury from snowboarding that ended up uh, um, knocking my hip out and, uh, and had a very Oof. significant uh, surgery. Actually, three surgeries in the long run for that. Ended up with a ceramic hip, and uh, so wow. I mean, being able to get back into being able to play and getting my feet going again was. Uh, a tough thing to, to get back around, getting the muscles moving again after you know cutting into my, my leg three times. Woo. So that was a tough wow. one. Yeah. So what did you? What did that uh, teach you? Uh, it, it was definitely humbling because I mean you think that you're uh, you know invincible uh, and especially getting older and stuff like that. I mean you 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 fall when you're young and you get right back up and you're fine and you got to learn that uh, uh, you you might crash and there's a lot of things that might be left on the line that you might not be able to get back into if you don't recover. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So you, you guys want to answer, or you you? Uh... Yeah. I mean, 
You want to answer first, or you I, go I think first? So you go first. For me, I was just thinking while Joe was talking about that. I don't know if you asked it before or not, but uh, back uh, in 2012, uh, my my mom got diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. Um, sorry. Yeah, no, I mean it, but don't be sorry because she's actually she beat the odds. She's actually she she's been odds, yeah. in remission for about eight years now. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. She's doing, I mean, they gave her about six months to live when we found out. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, she, she must have an angel or something, you know, watching over her. Yeah. But uh, for me back then, I actually, I, I, I was starting to play music with Ken, I think. Yeah. Uh, but we were, we, that's when I met Ken before Cruel Miracle started. And back then I was not doing music. Yeah. as a as a meditation tool or as a enjoyment tool yeah as I, I like so i was tool. i was doing it more as a business i was playing in a like in a wedding band type scenario things like that you know and i was producing some kids and that whole experience you know i i wanted to to do something i enjoyed it made me valued life you know from a different perspective you know so absolutely and and definitely taught me not to not to smoke anymore yeah yeah so and uh right? and your mom has yeah. been to a bunch of car shows so that's yeah cool. my, mom, my mom's fan. been able to to enjoy cruel miracle yeah several times for for a long time so, now. so that's so, cool every time i see her come to one of our shows i'm like i get so like excited so before that you know with my her experiences with me playing where when i was maybe a teenager you know playing the music that i really like which is rock and roll you know yeah, but seeing her back, you know, at those kinds of shows, that yeah, it's tough. That's been a fulfillment in my life. So that's killer. Thanks for sharing, Ken. Any any? Uh... Uh, for me, nothing that I recall right now. But I gotta say that it's been tough this year with all the COVID restrictions. Usually, once a year, I meet with my family, my two sisters, my mom and my dad. And this year, I wasn't able to. And that has been right. like super tough. So, so I'm trying to keep myself busy and, and try to like uh, redirect that attention or that energy towards being creative and, and just like like uh -huh. making art either way, like uh, like uh, through a design, through music, through riding motorcycles, through whatever. So that has been like my go-to nowadays. Killer. Um, so the, the, uh, flipping the question around what major positive experience has given you the encouragement to follow this journey? Um, and let's answer, uh, let's ask it about music. Okay. Jesus. Uh, so no, no, that's a, that's a good question. That's a good question. Simon, I think for me, it's pretty easy. You're putting us on the spot. No, no, man. no. Like for me, for me, it's pretty easy. Like playing music has allowed me to, to like meet cool people and like, uh, to the point that like most of my closest friends have come through music, so yep. I'm, I'm like I see music as a way to connect at a deeper level with with uh, other human beings, and just that experience itself has been like super super like a a, a thing in my life. So I'm super grateful for that, and that's super positive for me. So all, everything I have achieved through music. Yeah. 
Oh, it's huge. I mean, like even you, know, you have a bad day and like even through COVID and uh, wondering if we're going to be able to get together and play and, yeah. and having to yeah. take that when it was really yeah. bad, making sure that we were keeping away from each other Yeah. Um, and uh, coming in and feeling like you don't even want to play music and you sit down and you start playing and the next thing you know is you write the, the, the best part of that song yeah. that night because just getting back to it and forcing yourself to play your instrument it just it brings it all back and it turns it completely around. I mean, you started the day in a bad mood and you ended it making some yeah. of the best music that you had. Yeah, 100%. So I mean, it, it, it completely flips it around and makes it a positive. Fantastic. I don't want to sound like an old fart, but um, I think I was actually talking to Kenny about this the other day, and we were talking. Well, what would happen? You know, if we didn't have phones anymore. Of you know, if we were back to we were going back to an analog life. Let's put it that way. And you actually said something that was pretty interesting is that, you know, we have music. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just, we just grab, a, grab a guitar, grab a, yeah. a drum, you know, and... You wouldn't even need electricity. You could still there make There you music. go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. True. That's true. So, I mean, it's music's for the soul, man. Yeah. Fantastic. What a, what a great way to kind of finish up. So, um, yeah, just to, you know, to recap... Where can people find out about the band and get in touch and give you some love? Okay, so so right now we you can go to crewmiracle.com or find us on like the usual Facebook, Instagram, and whatnot. The 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 new album is probably gonna come out before the end of the year, so stay tuned. I don't know when this episode is gonna be aired. It's, it's gonna be out before. But it's gonna be before before twenty twenty one. 100% before the end of there's, the year. There's a video that's going to be coming out with a release. We have been shooting footage for this video for the past months. Yeah, eight months at so, least. <laughs> so there's a lot of footage that's going to be included in that video. Uh, what else? What am I missing? I mean, you're. I'm sure you being a fellow motorcycle rider, you're going to freaking love it, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. And am I able to play a track on on the episode? Probably looking at um, I'm I'm gonna guess in a month time. Okay, this most, will be most released. Likely, most yes. likely, yes. I yes. think by then we should be good to go. So so I'm gonna give you an okay. exclusive, Simon. I wanna give you an exclusive. The ta- the All the right. name for the tracks are in this yep. actually in this order: revving, ripping, backroads. One down, five up, and twisties. So those are the two. Awesome. You heard it first on your podcast. Absolutely. So quick story. My first bike was a um, a Honda FS1e. Uh, the only bike I know of that all the gears are all down. Only a little oh, okay. 50cc bike, but so all the gears were that, down. That's what I learned on. Yep. Oh, wow. Nope. All down. And so that's, it wasn't that was inverted. The weird... It was. It was. It wasn't inverted. It was. All gear down. So first down, second, second down. down every, not not first up, and then the other ones down. No, no. Correct. Ex- exactly. No, because and, if, and, if and you go to MotoGP and he, he's how a, he's how a many, sports bike rider. How many gears? They inverted, it right? Five. It had five. I five. Think. Oh, nice. Okay. So so you so. know in MotoGP they invert the gears. You know you do instead of doing so one what, down, the first is actually up. up, and then all of the other ones are down. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I, I'm yep. sort. Of, how how did you? How did it? How did like? How did it work? You gotta explain us now. I have no idea. All I know is 
when I got on my first uh, 100cc bike, I was confused. As I, <laughs> I bet. I mean, you look, I was 16 years old and I had no idea what I was doing. So they just said, oh, this bike does this. So that's yeah. what I did. And then, yeah, it screwed me up when I moved on to a bigger bike because it was yeah, different. So I had to learn. Like, Whoa. <laughs> I had to learn like the normal way to do it. So how yeah. how many cc's on that on that bike? So it was a it's a fifty cc, but the one I had was a had a big bore kit, so it was probably like sixty five. And, and that was where um, back, back home back. Uh, that was back in England. Yep. Oh nice. So I, nice. at six at sixteen, I I could only ride up to thirty miles an hour, but this did forty five. So it was oh, it was an yeah. illegal bike basically. What, was it a two-stroke or a four-stroke? It was a two-stroke. Two-stroke. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah. I I didn't ride a four-stroke until much later on. Okay, okay. So, awesome. Yeah, we grew up so with we, that smell of mixing gasoline and and yeah. uh, oil at the same time. <laughs> so we know, we know the feeling. Yeah, yeah we know. So, uh, which um, out of interest, which song would you like to play? It's probably gonna be Red. Probably, yeah. probably the even. If it's a month from now, maybe the video would be even ready. Yeah, so, yeah. So you might be able to even play the video. So, so, so Revin's going to be the first single from that batch. Excellent. All right, cool. Well, this has been uh, fantastic uh, catching up with you guys as usual. So, uh, yeah, Likewise, we need to do man. it again soon. And, you know, definitely, uh, you know, when you get the next batch of songs, we can uh, have a chat about them. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Awesome. Good, good seeing you. Good talking to you, man. You as well. Good to see All you, right. man. All right. Yeah. Stay safe. Thanks as always for listening. I'd really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes because that really helps the podcast get in front of more people just like you who want to learn from the successes, strategies, and failures of artists and entrepreneurs that I talk to. I really feel that the information coming from those guests is exceedingly valuable for the musicians community and anyone wanting to pick up tips from other people's experiences. Keep pushing the needle and be excellent to each other. This is Cruel Miracle with Revving.
Love love seeing your crotches there. Thank you. <laughs> hey, we're covering oh, it. We're covering it. We're covering it. So.